listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I awoke, I spent that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. To what much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, got some chili. What well, got some chili? Get the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. But what I do, act more stupidly. Bought more jewelry, more Louis V. My mama couldn't get through to me. The drama, people suing me. I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Cosby's. I ain't going to hell, man. I guess the money should have changed them. I guess I should have forgot where I came from. Da, 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 da. Hey, welcome to another uh, episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Yes. With your host Rod and Gary. And we're in the house on a Wednesday, ending the week. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff is going on. Probably going to talk about a lot of sizzling today looking okay. at the docket oh all kind of that is. all kinds of racism going on we got to discuss it y'all okay. now we do of course uh this podcast is uh found everywhere that you listen to podcasts leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we'll read them on the show as long as they nice Mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is the, taser. the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions we haven't hyped this in a while but we have a very funny solo audio play not found on any album it's called passengers mm-hmm. you can dive into some rod and karen comedy for just 99 cents check it out on itunes called passengers and be sure to pick us up with ratings and comments uh and also we're brought to you by loot crate of course loot crate is that monthly mystery crate filled to the brim with exclusive items and all kinds of stuff uh from the best pop culture franchises out there go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and you can enter uh code tbgwt and save three dollars off do this by the 19th of the month before uh midnight eastern time and uh you will be able to get the box for the month and this month um the theme is guardians so you know guardians of the galaxy new star wars coming destiny is a very popular game that's coming this year uh and even throwback franchises like the goonies so uh all kinds of stuff is going to be in there for less than twenty dollars you can get six to eight items a month that uh includes licensed gear apparel collectibles one-of-a-kind items and more so make sure you guys do that um let's get into it okay all kinds of stuff is is happening on these uh on these news related streets as Karen is uh opening up a pack of plastic uh bags. My bag. It's okay, Karen. I understand. Um let's see, what should we talk about first? Uh let's see, let's see if there's anything light on the docket. Oh, Barack and Michelle Obama donate two million dollars to summer jump programs in uh Chicago. But what are they doing for the kids in Chicago though, right? What about the kids in Chicago? I just wanna know how much I've worn uh Sanders. Bernie ellison yeah how much have they donated have they donated the i mean because it's not like they broke you know don't really see them popping up giving up any of their hard-earned money Mm-mm. um to anything really nope you know people nope. mad about four hundred thousand dollars and two million dollars are going to these kids so i mean i guess if he does 
four more speeches he can uh pay for the this money they gave not no offense but their net worth together the obamas is less than elizabeth warren's uh president obama don't know the struggle he's out of touch ass um but you know it's cool a lot of people bitch and complain that ain't doing shit for nobody else but themselves so come on dog you know have fun i think a lot of people really get into that i mean they complain 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 nothing ever make your ass happy can't nobody ever do enough but people ask you what you're doing it's always some excuse it's always something to come up with you ain't got the time right and and, and let's keep it frank uh i think their worth was like 11 something million this is a big ass this is a lot of money like this isn't just some you know like you amass that amount of wealth over your lifetime it's not like oh we we've been making uh you know all this money all, all our lives like um that that's that's something and it's more than most people will ever do for anybody percentage wise or just in the amount and especially more than these people that claim to want to help but don't do shit but grandstand and talk shit about everybody else uh, appreciate you you know it's that it's that conundrum with you know especially barack obama where he does believe to a certain level some respectability shit that you know i don't necessarily share but that doesn't mean that he doesn't help and change people's lives it's just easy to sit back and you know pretend that these real world impacts don't matter if you disagree with him but right and also it's one of those things too to where a lot of people that criticize him and to an extent i understand but it was like well what are you doing for the you know they you know from chicago and a lot of people complained about mm. what are you gonna do for this city what are you gonna do for chicago like that was a big complaint like he's president of the whole united states not just president of chicago well keep in mind he's this is a job program they've had right but he says one of the things we will be starting this year is michelle and i personally are going to donate two million dollars to our summer jobs program here in the community so that right away young people can get to work and we can start providing opportunities to all of them we'll be working with the city we'll be working with the county we'll be working with businesses because part of what we want to do is reach young people who might be at risk if they don't have something to do during the summers but part of what we also want to do is reach older youth who are prepared who may be prepared for apprenticeships because one of the things that this project is going to do is generate jobs Uh, obama said the program will start immediately however the overall process to complete the presidential center will take about four years good man appreciate you you know a lot of people doing a lot of nothing doing a whole lot of talking right and it wouldn't not trying funny it wouldn't surprise me if this would have been something that he would have kind of wanted to push nationwide like mm. you know this is just he just this is just a small pocket but you know like i guarantee you like this was the kind of shit if they would let him do what he wanted to do right. he really would have had federal funding pumping into communities all across well, our country well what's well what's interesting is that they did have programs for that um like my brother's keeper initiative um which you know i've read i actually read about it on here so this isn't you know those things will be cut obviously oh, yeah. um trump administration will not uh push any of that shit but um yeah they i mean they have done things to help people real people that Wrong. are in communities like i said uh i understand the optics of the respectability of it even with the my brother's keeper initiative it actually benefited girls too but black girls um and you know black boys but because of the optics of it and some of the language around it it's just people would rather tear it down than to be like well shit i guess that's 
that's good and it's better than what people were doing but i yeah. don't think people view him that way it's definitely a double standard i actually saw some white dude talking about um how much better president fdr was than um obama today on uh chris's uh facebook page and it's like fdr in turn japanese people and his like it's just the, the disconnect is so amazing at this point that it's just hard to get past but i'm gonna celebrate him while he's still here man i appreciate you know appreciate him looking out because like i said it's uh yeah a lot of angles that people try to come at this shit and i know people want to be different i know people want to be critical and that's fair but uh you know in general i think there's i i celebrate the good parts of the stuff that he's accomplished because um and the, and the people he's helped because he needs that too uh or we need that too i think in the, in america and you know i know they got their book money and shit like that so people about to be in their pockets anyway to be on some like they don't deserve it from both directions but yeah, but you know because that's the thing who are you to set what somebody else deserves a lot of people get into that mm-hmm. where i can make all the money i want to and don't tell me don't put a limit on what i can do the sky's the limit but you mm-mm, when it comes to you that's enough you know right. and it's one of them but no it's the sky's the limit for you the sky's the limit for me too you're not the one to put a to put a, a price tag or a cap on how much i should make and like we said before a lot of these other politicians have been coming out the woodwork bacon bacon every day talking about what they fuck motherfucking don't deserve what are you doing i don't see you putting your money forth into communities and programs to help your people well, one of the things that's weird to me is that the idea that you know a person that got a 65 million dollar book advance is sitting around thinking well this four hundred thousand dollars that's gonna make me be like wall street is great guys everybody go out there and and cheer for wall street like the with that like he's out of office he has that much like he's getting that much money and he's spending his time giving back in different ways why what the fuck you know but whatever man i think it's a good story and uh hopefully those kids and stuff uh that get benefited from uh from those programs will will um you know experience like be put on a path where you know they have people that believe in them they have people that support them they have opportunities that they wouldn't have got otherwise Mm. all that shit is good to me right all kinds of doors and windows open up for people when you do stuff like this right chris rock wants to film his netflix special in front of a major in front of majority black audiences only so he signed a deal with netflix for two comedy specials which will bring his legendary stand-up back to the small screen for the first time since 2008 um so it looks like he's trying to um you know get get back into it and he's saying he wants to find an audience black enough for his netflix special i ain't mad at him he doesn't plan on filming it until december his total blackout tour wraps this month first in la and then in new york city with the to last stop of course in brooklyn as for why having a black audience might make the most sense expect to hear jokes about why every black dad should begin his son's day with a punch to the face to teach black boys how to survive in america <laughs> and other material not safe for white people um you know i'm actually looking forward to rock's return to stand up more than Chappelle in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um not that i think rock is like Chappelle's still my favorite comedian um but uh i think rock has been out there and amongst the people a little bit more right where Chappelle's kind of that recluse and while i find him funny i also know that i'm gonna be looking at half the jokes being like i can't agree with that you know what i'm saying as opposed to uh uh rock who 
i often you know sometimes he will make a joke that i'm just like yeah this nigga but uh just a dude that seems a little bit more worldly mm-hmm. um and more aware yeah and i and also a dude that just doesn't he's not scared to talk about race mm-hmm. um in certain ways you know i think and i think with a black audience it'll if he has it with a black audience i think it'll be even better because um some of the shit going on like i the last time i watched his stand-up and i didn't like it was at, at the oscars because it was a right. I, it was a white audience he was essentially at work and i was like he can't right. even really do what i would like to see him no, do he can't do the jokes that he probably really prefer to do well i don't know what, what he would prefer i just know i could he couldn't do the jokes that i would have liked to see do yeah. well he couldn't do the jokes i wanted to see and private career he could have done those jokes and and we would have been like man hey don't nobody touch this nigga no more because them, them the kind of jokes i wanted to hear but uh at the same time uh i would love to see what he does with a majority black audience for a special mm-hmm. i don't know how he's gonna figure that out exactly but uh cool porn star james dean questions his own industry as he laments how much access to pornography kids as young as eight have and says they are not able to properly process it ain't ain't this the same dude we talked about a while ago that was doing that fuck shit that that is correct uh james dean was accused of rape on and off camera excuse of abusive behavior by other actresses um within the porn industry um and what happened was before this he used to be considered like the feminist male porn star bay and specifically white women that watched porn and had access to writing um these articles and shit on jezebel and whatnot would just tout him as just like fucking great sensitive uber like it, it was almost like they wanted to fuck james dean and then right from that point on they rationalized it out into how great of a guy he must have been um and they're and like including like i want to say he would one of his things is he would fuck regular women quote unquote mm-hmm. so like you have to be a porn star for him to fuck you but he like make a video of him just fucking some chick that was a journalist or some you know whatever um and i think part of that led to you know basically the white women fantasy of you know this super woke but still gonna fuck the shit out of you dude and you know that shit came tumbling down last year or maybe even two years now when people were like dude you've been accused of sexual assault by several women multiple times in the industry you know um but this is the thing about whiteness that's amazing these motherfuckers don't ever go anywhere mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons that i refuse to give in to when men specifically but sometimes even bl- women uh especially when it's a black dude i refuse to give in to the idea of like the real victim is the man who's accused of sexual assault mm-hmm. nothing happens to these niggas ever no don't no, no they james keep dean on, they keep going th- you know where he said this on adam carolla's podcast the adam carolla and dr drew podcast this is a person that hasn't gone anywhere like you just disappear for a couple months you come back and you like i'm gonna keep talking like it didn't happen and it's fine no one's gonna question you about it no one's gonna call you out no one's gonna say maybe we shouldn't book this guy anymore i mean he's been accused of several sexual assaults like you can continue to navigate this world and be absolutely fine because you're a dude and you ain't go to jail you ain't been convicted and sometimes even if you are convicted right you know mike tyson got a whole ass tv show like it just like it doesn't really fucking matter to people and that's why i refuse to give in to this idea of oh my god it's 
a man being accused of rape is even worse than than, than the actual rape like no it's not mm-hmm. actually Mm-mm. especially when Mm-mm. several women accuse right. you because you know i sometimes i wonder do people even know what the definition of rape is it's a violation there and people act like it's no violation the violation is you accusing the person right and you know these three white dudes basically have there's a show with three white dudes on um, podcast com- commenting about children being uh form being too available and kids being able to, to access it through the internet and stuff and i'm like but this nigga is but y'all not gonna talk about the rape stuff because that didn't matter to them yeah there's he's it's just back to shooting mm-hmm. yeah you you like you said you wait a few months you ain't even gotta rebrand yourself they're when it comes to these quote unquote hives, they'll rebrand for you. You come back and they'll talk about the shit like, oh, they back and they'll keep it pushing. All right. So, there you guys go. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I refuse to, whenever people try to pull that whole, what's gonna happen to the poor dude that might be a rapist, I'm get the fuck out of my face. Come on. Um, eat your words. I love this idea. A Brooklyn bakery tracks down online trolls for his customers and then sends them cake decorated with their mean comments now i would personally not do this because i don't want you to get some cake from me on any level of to make you feel better you know like if it was a shit cake like the help maybe okay but just you get some delicious treats because you've been trolling me on the internet i wouldn't do it but i like the idea me too uh so it's a bakery and detective agency that sends people who make hurtful comments online a cake printed with their mean words the company has started uh by self-taught baker cat thick who got the idea uh seeing dolly parton be harassed online for 35 dollars troll cakes will send a cake to someone wh- whose address you know for 60 dollars they will find the address of the person for you the bakery is currently running a trump related special that sends cakes decorated with trump's tweets to the white house <laughs> yep they got a bunch of fucking cakes yeah that's pretty um pretty interesting man I need to troll some people online, get my cakes up. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you. I'm just gonna be like, you need to die, bitch. I hate you. Uh, strawberry, please. (laughs) (laughs) Go to hell, chocolate. (laughs) Uh, kiss my ass. Could you make that cream cheese frosting? Right. Uh, do you have any red velvet go fuck yourselves? Cause I I would appreciate that. Yeah, they have crashing a plane on a cake. These cakes that one looks a little oddly made but okay your mom is obese that's one your mom is obese i wonder if they send it i wonder if those are real insults or just like those must be those test cakes like we don't want to say anything too sloppy butt this one says sloppy butt it's a chocolate cake it's the highest tv rating since the world trade center came down damn that's a big ass cake uh wouldn't smash <laughs> come on man i believe that's a real that that one that one i believe that's a real tweet oh man actually actually tweet out there that i believe that one sorry you're such a hateful person beth but wait that's the what if they sent that to the person isn't that the opposite of the troll like what did beth say now i need to know two parts what is the ah! the first if beth said something hateful then maybe this isn't troll <laughs> we did have a bigger take with the tweet before and the tweet after yeah do y'all research who yeah the tweets that got the tweet response 
because if somebody says becky you need to go to hell but the tweet they responded to was becky being like i just feel like uh I, I, michelle obama looks like an ape fuck becky i don't want becky to be able to send the cake to nobody Mm-mm. anyway if you got the money they looking out for you um let's see what else we got here um you know what let's just go right ahead and get into a very very long segment of fucking with black people oh shit well oh, okay a lot of racism been happening oh okay and I, I uh at work i missed all the, the only way to process it is for me to get some laughs in guys i'm sorry i'm not gonna be able to <laughs> i'm not gonna be able to read these articles and uh and be sad so we gotta we gotta rate them from zero to a hundred let's go we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody Ooh, doggy let's do it um first of all uh, arthur claims in the new book that president barack obama didn't date black women until michelle obama why do people think we care i guess once he went black he never went back i understand i I don't care yeah okay christopher anderson author of barack and michelle portrait of american marriage told tmz live that barack had several serious relationships with women prior to meeting michelle obama none of which however were african-american he says by the way i had been wondering why the story was floating around all day of barack obama proposed to a woman twice before he met michelle and i was like what what does that matter why is it's been 10 years the story's never surfaced never seemed to be a big deal why is it coming out now and i think the character assassination hunt is on this dude and he's so fucking squeaky clean that the things that the democrats and the people that want to bring him down have are shit that is really mundane that no one cares about but what i do find interesting is i was like because this is the first article i read that put race into it i was like why the fuck did this article keep going around and why like why are they forcing it like he dated a woman and it was before michelle of course. I didn't think they were born attached to the hip. Right. Well, like, where are we, where is this coming from? And then it's, oh, she's a white woman. And y'all want us to, y'all think there's something about that that we should be like, oh my God. Give zero books. From what I can tell, he loved his wife and his black ass children. They be having some black ass sex in that Lincoln bedroom, dog. I don't know what to say, cuz. Me either. You know? So uh and then they imply that he only went after michelle obama for political ambitions uh well partly that's what they try to say so you know and then of course you know people that don't fuck with him are gonna be like that's all it was and then despite the fact that they got that black ass family and them children and yeah, there's never been, been a hint of a scandal uh yeah, about this dude been married for years you know and all that stuff probably prior to or right around you know time he started running so ain't like she ain't been there for him i mean what the fuck are you talking about yeah this feels a lot like um this this one well one thing one two things actually they say he, they say he'll never got close to the white house if not for her um 
okay maybe but if the idea was to marry a woman who would get him closer to political power so he could get win the white house the fucking vision he would have to have to be like because they gonna love michelle obama as my wife a fucking white america that don't even fuck with me because i'm half because i'm half black that would have been the most amazing amount of vision to even because right now it's easy to take it for a given because he did win but i remember when they was bringing up the fact that michelle obama was saying stuff like she was proud of her country for the first time ever she wasn't exactly that black woman you know what i mean it's not like she's some type of fucking republican black woman um so i don't even know where they're coming at with this it feels like a weird version of character assassination because obama's coming back into the political sphere yeah, and everybody's scared and everybody's frightened now that he's coming yeah. back because they're gonna like he basically gonna take the spotlight out for me but what really are you doing other than talking about him why, why aren't you getting your team together why aren't you you know getting shit together so when it's time four years from now you'll be ready you really talk shit about him because actually you put like this in the democratic party right now they have body i'm just right they have nobody yeah nobody it's it's also like two white dudes putting out unauthorized biographies and shit i don't know feels a little suspect but um you know at any rate zero to 100 oh 100 yeah because i just 100 for trying to just trying it right and don't nobody care nobody cares nobody nobody cares nobody um research shows prejudice not principle often underpins the free speech defense of racist language no shit no shit boy they spent way to a lot of money for the obvious shit man Mm, could have asked a black person for a hundred alex come on um two researchers at the university of kansas have conducted a study suggesting that explicit racial prejudice is a reliable predictor of the free speech defense of racial racist expressions that's why and that's and for the record this trickles out to a lot of white people uh especially comedians uh that do the both sides and should we we should be letting ann coulter have a voice we should be letting milo have a voice it's their own innate racial prejudice that allows them to think that shit is just academically fair and everybody's okay with it and don't you know it's just a discussion and shit because they have no investment in it but they but though that same like idea of freedom of speech it doesn't naturally innately come up when it's a black shit it just doesn't you know like when some black person says something fucked up or controversial that shit down. there's never like you know uh lewis farrakhan who calls white people who talk, talks bad about jews he's he's Islam, you know he's um um i forget what it is for uh why am i forgetting the word for when you hate jewish people god damn he jewish phobic i don't i forgot the word guys <laughs> uh like uh anti-semite yeah he's an anti-semite you know um calls white people the devil and shit I, they never come up with the freedom of speech argument for that dude they never will either it's i mean it's so for people that are black it is so fucking see-through uh it's so transparent what they when whenever the free speech shit comes out it's always bill maher caping for ann coulter it's always you know some like some white person being like eh, we shouldn't be should we really just limit Tommy lauren from being able to speak and it's like you don't you only think that because you either know people like her you sympathize with her deep down or you feel like her point of view isn't that dangerous because you you you're you're also kind of like this 
when people make appeals to democratic principles like freedom of speech they don't always represent a genuine interest in the principle white said we think of the principle of principles as ideas we use to guide behavior in our everyday lives our data shows something different that we tend to make up our minds on something based on our attitudes in this case racial attitudes and then decide the principle is relevant or irrelevant people do whatever best fits their pre-existing attitudes we look at people who defend another's racist speech for example defending someone who got fired for going into a racist rant at work with a free speech argument what do we know about people making this argument the correlation between the use of free free speech and the defense and uh, free speech defense and people's own racial prejudice is pretty high it's racist defending racist indeed the new study reveals a positive correlation pearson r equal dot point four three okay i guess that's some math shit between having racial prejudice and defending racist speech using the freedom of speech argument a stronger correlation than the researchers expected so yeah i am not shocked at mm-hmm, all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 but you can't fund black people covering shit but you can fund this dumb shit zero to a hundred zero for it but a hundred for the fucking survey yeah i say zero for me i don't feel fucked with it all i just feel vindicated right uh people of color see their kids as uh attending white supremacist school systems what is this no shit day it is no shit day karen mother and activist jamaica miles uh has been acutely aware of the double standard facing black and white school children since her oldest daughter was in elementary school in third or fourth grade a white boy punched her daughter in the stomach but instead of getting punished he was given second chances teachers described his behavior as horseplay and said he was just goofing around her daughter was not given the same benefit of doubt when she later wrote a story for class based on an episode of the daytime soap opera general hospital which she watched with her grandmother school administrators insisting the story was inappropriate and perhaps result of serious underlying issues innocence and goofing around were suddenly not an acceptable excuse Mm -hmm. when they were considered bad behavior miles pledged to stay vigilant and make sure her children did not face further prejudice from there it was a mission of mine to make to be even more attentive than i already was miles told the huff post um to learn more to be able to educate myself about what's happening in our local schools and how things can and how can things be different so that's how all children are so that all children are being treated the same um mal's experiences with educational inequality is representative of the experiences of many other families of color according to a new national survey of black and latino parents the second annual survey from the leadership council education fund uh which measures the opinions of 1200 black and latino parents on issues of education paints a grim picture of a school system that is systemically failing black and brown families the situation is especially bleak for black families who report holding more unfavorable opinions of the education system than their latino counterparts nearly three quarters of black families think that white students receive a better education than their children and the fact the facts are on the family side in many states school districts that serve minority populations receive less state and local funding these schools tend to have less experienced teachers students of color face dis- uh, students of color face disproportionately tough discipline compared to white students it is racism it is people can de- can deny or try to explain it away or say slavery ended but that doesn't mean that with the snap of a finger people's attitudes policies and procedures did not continue to perpetuate the same cycle that oppresses black and brown people said miles whose children currently attend or have graduated from schools in Schenectady, New York. Miles is an organizer for Citizen Action of New York and has worked around issues of school funding inequalities. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny because what happens is shit is racist. Black and brown people pick up on it being racist. 
and we're like this shit is racist and then immediately we get blamed for noticing that it's racist and then get labeled as the problem it's like yo these teachers are being racist towards my kids wow always making excuses just go and get your education why are you always this the psychology of victimhood and shit like that despite the fact that shit is racist yeah Uh, and you have they've done studies and statistics that show particularly black parents it is a large percentage of black parents that are actually teaching at home mm-hmm. or either older retired teachers are like getting together and like teaching bound children. So you have a lot of black parents just pulling their children out of school system. I'm like, fuck this. I, I don't have time for you. I want you to be a child. I want you to learn. I don't want you to have to deal with discrimination. I don't want you to have to deal with all this bullshit. I just want you to just grow up and be raised like a normal fucking child. Mm-hmm. there's been a big spike in at home teaching for brown children because that's and, and that's the and the thing is at home teaching is something else that's a whole task in itself and everybody can't afford to do it and everybody they're not educated to do it and they might not have the uh access to teach at home so let's say you can't you gotta deal with the school system this means that put like this if you have a job that allows you to leave work, that's cool. But if you have a job that doesn't, that's a whole nother thing. You know, so now every time something happens, I got to take time off my job, take my PTO time, whatever time I have to run up here and cut a motherfucking food because y'all don't call me up because every fucking thing my child did or I get a letter. I get, it's, it's, it, it's a burden to the parent to have to constantly be in their asses about some bullshit when you were like, I just sent my child here to get educated yep what's more many black and latino families report feeling like schools aren't even trying to educate their children this feels this feeling was particularly acute among black parents whose kids attend schools with mostly white teachers with 50 percent reporting feeling this way at the same time parents are more likely to positively rate their child's school if it has mostly white children these two somewhat contradictory ideas suggest that parents are willing to endure racist structures if it will give their children access to social and academic advantages according to new york university urban education professor professor david kirkland well also it's not a contradicting idea we just said schools with white children get more resources so the idea that because what they're saying is if the school was all black and the teachers were less educated less experienced uh still probably going to end up being white um all of a sudden the quality of the education goes down so that's why a lot of this stuff like just teach your own and get your own shit doesn't really make sense because it's like even with community schooling and shit like that the resource allocation uh, a lot of times is still determined by the value the, what people feel the value of those students are mm-hmm. and they don't think black kids are valuable Mm-mm. um so it makes sense to me it's not a contradiction at all to be like uh i rate the school higher if it's white students there because i know the school will have better facilities and and better teachers and shit the problem is this racism is still gonna be down on my kid's head uh a hundred for me karen mm-hmm. yeah one hundred racist flyers posted around the university of texas campus after tragic stabbing yep uh university of texas is back in the spotlight just days after tragic stabbing on campus where one student was killed and three others were injured as students returned to classes tuesday may 2nd many noticed racist 90s-esque propaganda posted all over the campus um i'll see if i can show you guys pictures of it in the in the chat okay 
uh but it's like like if we were grading racist caricatures this is a pretty pretty high on the scale um it's like big lip dark black man with a knife and it says around blacks never relax um student kim win uh came across one of the flyers posted a photo to of it on facebook with the caption sharing her displeasure i know what happened yesterday was tragic that people are scared upset hurt and or look and or looking for someone to blame but this this is not okay i don't know who you are but by doing this you're only spreading more fear and hate and deepening the racism that already exists in our society we need to show love now more than ever not hate please if anyone sees these stickers floating around tear them down crumble them up and throw them away i thought i crossed out the website in the bottom but don't give them the satisfaction gain the publicity they deserve don't let the actions of a select few define our system we can do better than this yes uh it reads uh around blacks never relax a racist image of a black male with a web address for a neo-nazi racist website um word of the offensive flyers spread throughout the campus and the university president has issued a statement saying the posters were taken down immediately and such behavior is unwelcome on the campus i spent the afternoon speaking with students and listening to their ideas frustrations and fears said president gregory finvis um hateful flyers continue to inflame these fears and many from feeling safe on the 40 acres uh we will not on the 40 acres nigga Uh, anyway we will not tolerate the action of those who seek to divide us um this is not the first occasion where racist flyers have popped up on ut uh or other texas campuses at the elections campuses saw a rise in similar posters and graffiti targeting groups such as muslims racial minorities and immigrants zero to a hundred Kern. A hundred. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. <laughs> Speaking of campus racism, campus racism blooms as a black woman becomes student body president. Oh no shit. No shit. It blooms like a flower, guys. A flower of sism. Mm-hmm. A chrysanthemum, if you will. <laughs> uh Taylor Dumpson uh began her first day as the first black female president of american university student government association on monday that same day bananas hanging from a noose were found at three spots on campus and what the dc school president called a crude and racially insensitive act of bigotry the bananas hung by an unknown individual around 4 a.m monday was scrawled with phrases harambe harambe bait and aka free a reference to alpha kappa alpha a predominantly black sorority of which dumpson is a member uh report nbc news and buzzfeed in a statement the sorority says it is outraged by a demonstration of racism and calls for the university to protect its members other students have made similar appeals but many accuse the school of doing little in response to the incident the president of americans black student alliance who says students threw a rotten banana at her they also targeted another female student in september say students just don't feel supported we shouldn't have to be begging for our existence to be validated on the campus that we pay to be on she says the washington post hundreds of students marched to the registrar's office and requested withdrawal forms in protest tuesday though america says racist hateful messages have no place in our community and that is investigating it with police a thousand dollar reward has been offered for information leading to the arrest of the individual seen in surveillance videos like i said it's fucked up as a black student you should be allowed to go anywhere you want to go any college you want to go to um and i know for you shouldn't have to deal with racism 
but it's out there and it's real and everybody ain't built for that life like a lot of black people are not built for that and some people opt to uh, go to hbcus and go to the routes it was like it's, it's just too much and on top of that you're seven a lot of times when you're into college you're 17 18 years old you're right very very young and you just want to be a student like everybody else but for some reason you can't just be a student yep zero to oh that gets 100 oh it gets 100 mm-hmm. i agree that today is it's raining the hundreds it's raining hundreds yeah hallelujah Ain't we lucky we got him. Tommy, ah! Tommy Lauren, the 24 year old right wing uh, pundit from South Dakota, has a lot of thoughts on race relations in this country. In fact, the right wing rabble riser believes racial issues present the most crucial cultural war that she is fighting. An extensive interview with Playboy, cause like I said, these motherfuckers never go. No one ever stops giving them the spotlight, putting the Mm-mm. mic in their face, getting their Mm-mm. stupid ass opinions. Mm-mm. Lauren talked about her focus on cultural issues when she worked at the Blaze. She was asked to name the most important cultural battle she's waging. She says, I think race in America is a huge one. Keep in mind, she got fired for her, uh, you know, for her views on, uh, abortion. You would think that that would be the most controversial one you was fighting. The one that got your job, uh, blocked. Uh, but she said it was race. That's something that needs to be confronted, certainly. Uh, Lauren, a vocal critic of the Black Lives Matter movement, not just a critic, uh, she's, it's more than that, uh, has tried to distance herself from the alt-right label because of its association with white supremacy. Nevertheless, that has to stop po- the political commentator from sharing her conservative views on race. Playboy contributor Art Tavana asked Lauren how she was confronting the race culture battle. Here's her response. Starting the conversation and saying that it's okay for white people to talk about the, those issues as well. For so long, for so long, those black issues that white people, those are black issues that white people can't talk about them. Okay, but if you're calling me a racist and saying white people don't understand you, wouldn't white people inherently have to be a part of that conversation? I actually had a conversation with Charlemagne. Bing! And that's why you don't talk to this dumb harlot right there. That's why you don't do it. Cause you're gonna forever be her racist ass, get out of jail free nigga car. Just, oh, and that's why when I talked to Trevor Noah, he said, bing, just, it's not, hey, if he agreed, then all black people have to agree, right? Don't we all see it's the same? Um, she said she talked to him about it, uh, coon to God, and that there are white people who are afraid to talk about race because they don't want to be labeled a racist so they don't want to talk about the issues they don't even want to talk to black people because they're so afraid they'll slip up and be offensive which is a huge problem we're segregating ourselves because we're afraid we're going to offend each other she wants to be known as a warrior for race race warrior zero to 100 karen oh i gave you my score at the beginning Uh, you did and i damn sure remember it was 100 Mm -hmm. anytime my name come up she on the permanent list i give it a hundred myself uh jamelia provokes fury as she bemoans a lack of ethnic ethnically diverse dolls in toy stores prompting this morning viewers to say she is being racist mm-hmm. ain't it always it's funny how mm-hmm. when people request diversity is racist reverse racism the real racism right whenever diversity is requested and more brown people mm-hmm. and more women and more mm-hmm you know more people of color you know yeah. lgbtq all of a sudden the real racist yeah 
mm-hmm. we're the real race can y'all cut it down with all that racism y'all spread right but the default is white though right but but that that's irrelevant though uh she's 36 she's been campaigning for racial diversity within the toy industry she's a singer before you should go on okay and i 100 percent agree with her because the people in the toy industry do some fucked up shit because with star wars with ray with black widow like they've been doing some fucked up shit with the with the toys you know and it's one of those things where yeah y'all are white males making decisions and y'all don't give a fuck about diversity but go ahead Mm mm-mm it's too late now uh no i I got it um sorry i was trying to share my screen and start acting stupid let me know if it comes up um singer jamelia isn't afraid of being outspoken about race issues and her latest campaign hat for it didn't even say for what has certainly sparked fierce debate the 36 year old mother of two raised concerns about the apparent lack of ethnically diverse dolls available for children in the 3.3 billion pound uk toy industry in a segment filmed for this morning but her questions did not go down well with some viewers watching at home with many blasting the former loose women presenter on social media for complaining about issues that don't exist right because in their mind it's a lot of white people feel like if it's something that i don't have to think about if it's something that doesn't confront that i don't have to confront the shit don't exist right. and that's why when it comes to particularly to feminism uh niggas look at them like bitch if you don't get your white ass to fuck away from me because as far as i'm concerned you every time you bring some shit up it never includes my black ass and never includes my brown ass and never includes certain groups of people you only are talking about on your behalf and that's a big divide that will forever be a big ass divide Mm-hmm. um yeah and the idea of sitting at home being like you bringing up issues that don't exist i would guarantee none of these people have looked into not a single second of their lives uh examine racism and fucking toys because they're white and they just go buy a white toy because they ain't never went to the store and not seen the white ones and they like i saw a black doll one time ain't that enough you know <laughs> um jamila is always finding something to bleed about if it's not police it's toys uh eye roll emoji from some white woman josie official uh dirty and wrong says so enraged by jamelia banging on about issues that don't exist you don't hear me complaining that no dolls are ginger yeah shout out to uh shave moisture for making that making that seem like that's a thing uh that's the same you know how police done systemically uh harass the ginger race come on jamelia casually being racist on this morning jamelia constantly making race issues that aren't even there hashtag this morning um yeah and a lot of times when people make these comments all you do is just prove a point that's all you're doing right like like i i don't think racist people understand when you attack people for doing something all that means is that they're doing the right thing because they're making you upset yep um and the thing is when you make people think they a lot of people just reject that they reject thinking outside of the box and they get very visceral and very angry and very upset because you made them have to use their brain mm-hmm. um she's been vocal about her own experiences with racism in the past 
and has claimed she was once racially abused by a police officer most recently she revealed how she was left shocked on a train when a woman apparently singled her out in a first class carriage to ask if she held the right ticket to allow her access to the cabin the segment on this morning looked at the types of dolls and toys available for young children jamelia visited several toy stores and discovered that in some toys with non-white skin tones were placed at the back of the shelves or not visible Mm -hmm. the former pop star also spoke with two black families who said they found it difficult to find toys that represented their young daughters it's extremely hard i spent years searching one mother explained they agreed that the importance lies with being able to prove to their daughters that they are represented it's self-representation if you see yourself then you're part of the world um more comments from these fools uh th- hashtag this morning i mean skin color doesn't even enter my head if you're thinking about skin color you're the one causing diversity causing diversity that, that's the way they feel you're causing diversity why would you do this to me that's all that means <laughs> you causing diversity we were doing so well and then you started this, this goddamn diversity why why won't you just let things be alone we allowed y'all to vote we allowed you to drive shit Jamil- we allowed you to stay here what by else the, you want by the way almost all these accounts white women come on i'm just saying them white tears is real man i'm just saying yeah now and then you look at sisters and you know when bitches be crying i you know you just to give you the side face like i give zero fucks about your white tears yeah i'm just saying almost every name and avatar is a white woman watching this morning right because it's about policing us and telling us I'll, at the end of the day come down a notch and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation it's ridiculous in america you should be ashamed mm-hmm. i didn't know that's about telling niggas to shut up particularly women uh jamila here with uh, again with opinions nobody wants to listen to hashtag this morning children don't see race in dolls it is like at jamila who are obsessed by skin color children don't see race in dolls go in that woman's house it's a bunch of white dolls for her white kids but they don't see race because they're the default so does jamila get annoyed with her children when they play with white dolls talking about creating a problem moron just play with the white dolls y'all they problem don't, solved they don't look like you they, they don't look like you i would never buy a black doll no one's ever bought my daughter a black doll at her birthday party but just play with the white ones jesus what's the problem yeah don't look like you don't have the same hair textures you come on dog that shit matters jamelia wasn't negative about white dolls representation is important and she wants more diversity nothing wrong with that hashtag right. this uh morning so um yeah they was mad as fuck mm-hmm. um oh well uh be that's, mad that, that, that's exactly how i feel be mad zero to a hundred though oh zero for her zero a uh, hundred for me because they accuse her of being racist for saying it's kind of weird that you know it's weird that all the dolls are white and people was like you racist ass bitch i can't believe you would do this to the to, to the uk in the middle of brexit how dare these that we voted for uh white guest house owner 47 claims he was racially abused for wearing a hawaiian shirt with a youth branding him a wannabe pussy what rich wilson is a white guest house owner claims he was racially abused uh 47 he was approached by a gang of youths on bikes 
when he headed to the sainsbury store in Hull, east yorkshire but he claims the group hurled abuse at him because he was wearing a colorful hawaiian shirt what does that have to do with you being a white man right not a goddamn thing maybe i'm missing it maybe i'm missing it uh humberside police is now appealing to witnesses for the alleged hate crime that happened at 2 a.m on tuesday morning mr wilson who does work with the afro-caribbean association said i was headed to sainsbury to get a bottle of wine and mind my own business when a gang of four youths uh hanging around outside and then one ridiculously called me a wannabe i'm assuming pussy i don't even know what that means he says uh one of them rode their bike at me and tried to run me down but i stood my ground a little scrotes then then uh swore right swore before riding off i chose not to get involved and react because it simply wasn't worth it i'm dark haired and when and when i have a tan i can be mistaken oh you know what this is the opposite it's is uk they called him a, a packy or some shit not pussy this because p with four stars because okay, um that that's for like muslims and shit like they call oh. yeah okay, cause i'm like i don't know what that means yeah let me make sure that's, that's right. a language barrier y'all yeah it's, it's 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 like slang for um yeah a person from pakistan or south asia by birth or descent especially one living in in, in britain yeah so they actually thought he wasn't white and went and like look at this wannabe packy like trying to pretend to be muslim or, or brown or south asian or whatever um and he didn't know how to respond to it he white so right. he was like what the fuck y'all talking about and they was like because they guess they didn't understand the wine shirt or whatever now i'm not saying he ain't want to be i don't know i mean afro-caribbean association he worked for them and he be rocking the hawaiian shirt Mom. i mean maybe maybe he want to be mean, he be doing one two steps at the dance <laughs> nah, i mean I, I, you, know, you know he might, you know. might want to be down i don't i can't vouch for mm-hmm. that one way or the other yeah but he don't normally don't do racism so it just, right. just took him off like what what me me right it's probably with some white kids doing this to him i guarantee it was okay i thought he was trying to swing on some like these niggers said i was acting white you know no uh he says they drove obviously i'm dark haired and when i have a tan i could possibly be mistaken for someone of foreign extraction but it doesn't really matter as it shouldn't be happening in this day and age i'm sure i was targeted because i was wearing a hawaiian shirt mr wilson from Hull organized a unity gathering last summer in the wake of the brexit vote where there was a spike in racial tension he believes there's been another increase in racial abuse and is considering holding another event to promote tolerance he says i've heard of a few incidents of racial abuse recently someone told me there were a group of princes in princess avenue uh brandishing a placard saying go home foreigners and abusing people hull is no worse than any other city but for some reason there's been a blip and maybe we need to come together again to show that this is just a minority in the city of culture uh year we have more foreign visitors and we don't want their trip ruined by a few idiots because mm-hmm, that's the thing a lot of countries including america depend on foreign people coming to your country and spending lots and lots and lots of money and when you be like nah you got whole industries based off around people visiting your country people are like i'm not i'm not i'm not fucking going there uh zero to 100 can uh, 50 yeah i gotta say zero man i don't even care i'm sorry dog but you 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 not the race that 
I don't even know how you can call it a hate crime if they accidentally got the wrong it's person. It's not a hate crime. Like how I would love to see the president that was set in a in a jury pool. I would love to see what would happen in a courtroom if you it's like uh these motherfuckers thought I was brown. Uh so it's still kind of a hate crime even though I'm white. Like I would love to see ah! that. But zero right for right now. I don't care. Um yes, black people do tip even when we shouldn't have to. <laughs> salon.com if you're down and out while black you can't leave less than 20 percent, no matter how terrible the service is um the slim white guy thrice my height with sticky legs and baby shoulders and a huge pair of hands passed me a check i hope you enjoyed everything he said with a half smirk i'll be right back to get this as i try to finish he sped out to the other side of the restaurant i guess to dive back into conversation with the rest is to see the spot was empty it's just me the staff and one dude stuck on his iphone nursing a glass of water my bill should have been around twenty dollars but the check said 38 plus six dollars and 84 cent including gratuity the waiter had charged me for a drink that i never received i told him that i didn't want it anymore and he had agreed to remove the charge but mistakenly had left it on the tab and then took the liberty of adding 18 percent for himself keep in mind it's not a group <sighs> hey th- is this ready he said reaching for the check i snatched out the table pulling it close to me can you sit down for a second is there a problem sir i shouldn't be sitting i'm working he said i locked eyes on him and surveyed the empty establishment his eyes followed mine and he non-verbally acknowledged that being at work doesn't always mean working dude pulled up a chair what can i help what can i how can i help you i explained to him that he had put me in a really tricky situation for starters he had charged me for a drink i never received and i would be more understanding if the restaurant had been crowded but it wasn't then i told him that i thought adding the gratuity to the check for a party of one is illegal and i showed him the part of the meeting that states a gratuity may be added to parties of six or more i can take these charges off sir my apologies he pleaded jump jumping up as if he was shocked to see those numbers on the bill Mm -hmm. you will take them off i instructed but sit down that's not my real problem i'm so sorry what's the problem i told him that he had put me in a sticky predicament i believe in paying for great service i'm a tipper normally 20 percent for average to low quality service but i'm a 30 to 40 percent guy for excellent service you are the worst you are possibly the worst server i've ever had in my life i said the food was cold you never checked on me. you put my order in wrong and the restaurant is empty how can you serve cold food in an empty restaurant i feel horrible he says totally my fault let me get you some more food no i'm never eating here again my dilemma has nothing to do with me hating cold food or you doing a horrible job i said patting him on the shoulder the dilemma is that i still have to tip you because i'm black he his last build out loud enough for other servers to notice i'm not racist i treat everyone the same of course you aren't racist no one really is i said joining him in laughter i'm really not a racist my best friend is black okay i okay i said rubbing my chin what's his favorite band radiohead he answered i told him that was a trick question no black person has a favorite band and if one did i don't think it would be radiohead <laughs> my large oh to the black people that like radiohead i'm sorry guys oh my larger point was that black people don't tip as a pervasive stereotype that floats around restaurants and we often automatically get bad service because of it if i had to tip this guy even though i hated the service and the food uh so i had to tip him even though i hated the service and the food and if i didn't i would be perpetuating the stereotype dude you really don't have to tip he shrugged it's okay no this is much bigger than you and me young man it's for african-americans everywhere ah! plus you're a good sport you heard me out so let's just negotiate this say seven percent he told me that i had a good i had caught a good server on a bad day apologize again said his recommendation would be zero i shook his head my i shook his hand and tip my fit tip 15 anyway before i left I didn't grow up in a restaurant culture as a patron or a worker, so I didn't understand how tipping the server wages worked when I started eating at brunch or restaurants in high school. One day a server chased me to my car and asked, what did I do wrong? I did everything right. Why didn't you tip? You know we make $3 an hour, right? 
and i didn't know that the two-minute conversation with that frantic server changed my perspective and introduced me to tip and culture so i don't mind looking out for the guy even though the food sucked more than his service i did my job by not adding to the stereotype (sighs) all that to say i fucking understand and identify with this and i wish i didn't but i absolutely do this um so like even when i've gotten bad service i've been like i just i gotta and i i I think part of it's because at this point i would say most of it's because i worked in the industry right and i recognize that 275 ain't gonna fucking help you meet your bills Mm -hmm. and i I, and i try to keep out of the domineering because what happens with a lot of people is you get you give somebody a little bit of power and you can tell a lot about them like the way people feel about servers when the service is just what it should be and the way they talk about servers and stuff you can tell people that have some real fucked up complexes with the like oh yeah if you want a tip then you should go to college or something you know like those people you're like wow something's fucked up in you um the people that are like if you want you want to get a tip you better get down and suck this dick or what you know where you're like damn dog like this ain't you ain't the king like Mm -hmm. you you just about to give them five dollars you're not about to give them the world like how is this such a big deal um but yeah i definitely understand this impulse um i mean i don't know if the situation really happened the way he unfolded but the it the idea is so real the stereotype is so real the fact that we receive what i consider to be subpar service on on average yeah and and the thing is i think when we go out me and roger i really different i'm i'm very i try to be patient i think sometimes roger is more patient than me um and it'd be sometimes where i'd actually go get somebody like 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 dumb and funny i i have when people sit down in a restaurant you actually have a timer that ticks once you sit down like mentally regardless if you want to or not you literally have a timer that ticks and when you see people walking around you, you see people passing your table, and you see people not acknowledging you, or at least be like, hey, your service is going to be with you. I have a timer that ticks, and you give me a smooth two minutes, oh, I'm asking somebody about something. Um, and a lot of times when I do that, everybody panics. Like when the server does come to the table, they're scared to death. Mm-hmm. Um, but you ain't got to be scared. All I ask is that you acknowledge us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like me and Roger have set places like a full, smooth, almost five minutes and we and same thing fucking empty restaurant ain't nobody in there all the servers holding the back what the fuck y'all talking about playing tic-tac-toe to see who's gonna serve us right zero to a hundred a hundred yeah a hundred i don't relate to it man i wish i didn't to be honest but i don't know i think i'm gonna die being like i overtip you know yeah i I think i will too like 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 i I, because like i said i've i've been on the 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 end of being a server you know type of uh thing and it's also one of the things like when we went to that uh uh steak place that time and i think they end up giving you the wrong steak and they kind of almost overcompensated i think because we were black like everybody mm. went to a panic. You remember that place we went to? I don't know if that was because we were black, though. I, I oh, mean, that might that's just not be, what I would assume. That might just been that establishment. I no, I just think. I mean, it was a outback. They gave me the wrong steak. Um, what I think to uh, to be quite honest, I don't think I had anything to do with race. I think when people make mistakes in that industry the average customer goes off the fucking handle oh okay okay i'm with you now for outback um for their for their customer base outback is a big night out you know ordering steaks and Mm -hmm. expensive food for families typically and shit and um it's like people 
it's almost like in a weird way the less money people have to spend the bigger deal they act like when they spend it right as opposed to like if i bet if ruth chris fucked up somebody's steak they would like they would still be attentive and, and try to fix it but they wouldn't approach it like they approached me in there where it was like defcon 5 like oh my god oh my god sir please would you would you like a hand job or something we'll get you yeah they sent the manager out there and everything Those yeah like they yeah. over apologized and i told them the first time i was like uh if this isn't my steak that's fine i didn't notice and it's delicious so i'm just eating it anyway right and they were oh well, no we have to give you another steak i was like you don't have to and shit but the Off point dessert and everything yeah the point being i mean like there's benefits to over tipping too i mean it really is there's definitely places where we go and like just the fact that we walk in there people are like excited to see us and mm-hmm. they treat us very well and and you know even after a while sometimes they get to know your order and they're like you gonna get this uh, i knew it you know so there's benefits to it but yeah man i you know i admit that there's a level of uh you know as much as i don't want to fall victim to it there's a level of like respectability and a level of uh, insecurity i have around issues with tipping where i have tipped bad service before i don't you know like it's a big deal for me to be able to be like i didn't tip that person or i tipped them less than i would have because they did a bad job like to me that's like a uh sadly that is a big deal you know what i mean mm-hmm. like to uh because cause you would think that you would just be like fuck this person they shouldn't get anything but i don't know i just don't have the heart to to do that shit yeah, i mean you function the same like that yeah so uh all right let's see what else is happening uh now's north students walk out over racist snapchat oh shit snap you know, Snapchat is taking folks down, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Ain't we been doing a lot of blackface and, and, and all kind of shit on Snapchat? I don't know if they got a clan filter or what. I don't, I don't know. know. But seem like kids are taking to the Snapchat because, you know, it's that idea that, oh, only your video doesn't stay up the whole time. Only the people you want to see it can see it. And like anything, that shit's just not true. Mm-mm. You know, you go you go far enough with anything and you're like, oh, wait a minute uh anything on the internet can be seen and recorded and distributed to people that you didn't intend to go to that's that's life yes sir and the way they do snapchat now you with snapchat everything used to be only live like every, mm-hmm. you, you couldn't like pre-record shit but now you are allowed to upload like pre-recorded shit mm-hmm. so they kind of have changed some of the stuff on there but go ahead Mm-mm. um all right so students at niles north high school in north suburban skokie walked out of class friday afternoon to protest that they believe was a lack of discipline for a student who posted a racist message on social media good for you kids school officials said they are still investigating the incident information that the student received a one-day suspension was inaccurate they said earlier friday morning students at the school participated in an organized walkout the morning uh, with the uh that morning in the morning with the encouragement of school officials in honor of stand against racism day a national event sponsored by the ywca school district 219 said in a statement with the support of school uh some of the some of the um of school officials uh, later in the afternoon, some students staged an additional unannounced walkout. Come through. We came together in they unity. They did shifts. They were like, y'all, y'all take third period, we'll take fifth. And it was like, cause you know why? Cause, uh, I mean, I appreciate the school support. Don't get me wrong. But a supported walkout ain't really a protest. 
because it's planned like they know it they you know like okay the kids are gonna go out and good for them it'll show racial unity and i appreciate that and then it's when them kids went um and for the record we'll be going out again because y'all didn't do what the fuck y'all needed to do in this situation and yeah i I appreciate that I, i think that's that's brilliant that's the actual protest right there um so yeah we came together in unity to show that together we can organize against inequity racism and other forms of injustice the students said in a statement provided by district 219 we the students have the power to elicit change we are the future we are committed to continue to work towards equity in niles north the second walkout of the day was related to an incident on social media earlier in the week the school official said a student had posted a photo of a bb gun on snapchat with a racist comment the school notified the skokie police department which investigated and found that post did not pose a direct threat to the school a screenshot of the student snapchat was included in a story about the incident on the photo or the words if you're a nigger i'll i pull the trigger okay we did talk about that last week i think we want our students and families to know that we take this situation very seriously as well as the concerns it is causing now's north principal jim edwards said the very purpose of this morning stand against racism is to reinforce the message that now's north is a school that welcomes everyone and that we will not tolerate bigotry towards others students post a video that protest on twitter and of course some of it has profanity but i'm cool with that uh zero to a hundred. Oh, zero. zero i gotta give it zero as well appreciate y'all kids you know what i mean fuck that like especially considering that that like that solidarity that part where it's other people that not affected by that essentially could have been like well i'm staying in corners that were like nope we're going out again because we need to make a point you didn't punish this person enough right this one day suspension who's that supposed to fill with some sort of uh confidence yeah like oh they got our back guys (laughs) you can threaten to kill black people and you know what one day suspension right so what happened if somebody came if this person that posted this came the next day with actual real gun right would it have been funny then and people would have been pointed back like hey they told y'all y'all ignore the bullshit and they found out who it was right so it wasn't like because we didn't find out who it was what were we supposed to do you knew who it was and you gave him one day that's what you did nothing uh florida principal told staff of to uh told staff to group white students in the same classroom in a majority black school florida elementary school principal has been removed because lord knows they can't survive around the niggas she's been removed after she instructed teach white students in the same classroom and we're gonna teach them out the real books christine hoffman asked to be trained good books right teach them off the first hand books uh christian hoffman asked to be christine hoffman asked to be transferred out of campbell park elementary amid an internal investigation after causing uproar last week that when she sent out an email to her staff saying white students should be in the same class without context put it in writing. oh my god oh with, my god without context or explanation what not not a fan on, Karen. A, on a at edu uh, <laughs> email address of course with this being monitored principal is out of her school but not out of a job tonight she was accused of racism last week after she sent a letter to campbell park elementary staff directing them to put white oh this video is terrible class it's called for her resignation teens aaron mesmer is live at the school okay till latest. well kelly we learned this afternoon that principal christine hoffman asked to be transferred out of this school, the superintendent agreed to do so. And while for some parents this is a step in the right direction, they don't think it truly solves the problem. Should Frustration. 
We don't have trust anymore. And anger. We're not comfortable. We don't trust her a level of compassion for our kids. Boiled over as Campbell Park Elementary parents left their meeting with Principal Christine Hoffman. If that's how she feels in a leadership position, then she's not to um, represent a predominantly African-American school. They're livid about a letter Hoffman sent to staff regarding class placements for the next school year. In it, the principal wrote, white students should be in the same class. At least 80% of Campbell Park students are black. My child is mixed. My niece is mixed. They go out here. Where where they go? You send them to the black side with the other black kids or the white side? Hoffman sent a follow-up letter Friday acknowledging poor judgment. She also wrote that what she meant was that there not be a class with only one white student. She tried to apologize and further clarify herself to parents today, but a lot of them weren't satisfied. She just said that it was a bias that she had. It was within her. She can't answer as to why. I do accept Mrs. Hoffman's uh, apology as an adult, but as a parent, I don't respect it. Hoffman had planned a second meeting with parents in the afternoon, but instead, she has to be transferred out of the school and has been reassigned to the district offices. In reflecting on the situation as a whole, Ms. Hoffman came to the realization that she was becoming a distraction for the students and staff here at Campbell Park Elementary. For a lot of parents, the damage is done. She needs to understand that segregation should not exist in our schools. She needs to learn, understand that all races should learn equally. And it's sad that they're only reassigning her. You know, you're just going to put a Band-Aid on problem. And although Hoffman has been transferred, the district still hasn't decided exactly what's going to happen to her in the future. Kelly, they say they still have to finish up the investigation before they come to a final decision. And I know you're following that for us, Aaron Mesmer. Thank you so much, Aaron. <laughs> she was becoming a distraction. She was the fucking distraction. What's the problem here? She also said she had no context. Just white students should be in the same class. She said, and, what then, she did. and then said, "Oh, it's just I meant put two more. Than, no white students should be in a class by themselves. That is not what that sentence means." Mm-mm. So let's say you had a predominantly white school with a few black. You so if a black child is in the classroom by itself, would you be like, "I don't want a classroom with only one black child"? You wouldn't say this reverse. So no, 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 baby, I don't want. Her. And she and she should be fired. That's why I'm glad I'm not a parent. Because I was like, bitch, you need to be fired. You need to lose your job. You don't need to be over anybody. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, white teacher over, white woman teacher over predominantly black school, man. Like, this is a, this is the fear for student, for parents. Uh, like that one woman said, my, t- my students are, my children are mixed race. She was a black woman. She's like, my children are mixed race. What class they going in? Like, how you just going to look at the whole fucking school that way? What the fuck is wrong with people, man? Yeah, you, you're over education. You're over young minds. You're over children. And it's one of these things where the system is, all jokes aside, all across the country, the system is full of racist people. They're full of racist teachers, administrators, staff, school board members, all across the board, and they're making these decisions. Yep. All right. Uh, I guess we can move on to some other things. Okay uh let's see how much how long we've been recording okay we got plenty of time uh i'll tell you what why don't we um move into some uh white people news um as soon as i find my white people music don't worry guys no acoustic cover today i know (laughs) everybody's been all up in my shit on twitter okay you win 
uh i just played some some bullshit from the 90s that you guys probably liked (laughs) you're welcome First, we got to talk about that shot, man, because, you know, white people, y'all did this. Yeah, y'all did. The USDA is going to ease the school meal standards, um, i.e. Uh, Michelle Obama's lunch uh, plan. You know what that means. So, the cheeseburgers and pizzas are back every day. You know Papa John's out on people are loving it because, you know, they was all flooded all into the school system, charging students 2 $3 a slice. Yep. All that shit coming back yep and uh you're gonna have a not which you which it was already high but it's gonna get higher a spike of obesity in children a spike of diabetes in children like all oh, that shit gonna spike right on back up to where it was probably before she started this program mm-hmm. i bet you it lowered because of this program i i don't know if they've done steady statistics but i guarantee you it lowered a lot of shit a lot of greasy unhealthy food and for some children the only meals they have the only meals they eat is at school they don't eat they don't eat at home yep uh 120 million dollars uh more uh is set aside for trump's family security including 23 million to protect trump tower where the president hasn't set foot since he took office 23 million dollars to protect this dude's fucking building I'm surprised the people ain't, ain't 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 his wife in New York. I'm surprised the people in New that's York. That's where Trump Tower is. Oh, that's where she is. Oh, why? why Twenty three million dollars to protect Trump Tower. Why do people like, uh, bitch? We tired of paying your bill. Take your ass up. Yeah, they worry about the four hundred thousand dollars that Barack Obama gonna get for speaking. They worry about that. You gonna drive New York City in the fucking deficit? Sixty million for Secret Service agents to travel with the president, Melania, Barron, Ivanka, Don Jr., Eric, and Tiffany. 60 million, 60 million for New York Police Department and Palm Beach authorities for costs they incur protecting Trump assets. And 34 million in flexible costs to be used when the family members go skiing, visit Trump organization properties in the Middle East or South America, government to rent space inside Trump Tower in Manhattan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Quite profitable for him. Right. And from day one, he said he's a businessman, so all y'all doing is taking care of his the fe- the everybody's taxpayers dollars is taking care of his business that's that's all we've been doing 
is paying for he 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 has spent more time at his at his properties than he has in the fucking white house just about mm-hmm. he goes home on the weekend he working nine to five y'all didn't know uh renee bio who's the wife of trump supporting actor scott bio has taken to social media to defend the size of her husband's penis white people news what's happening here karen he's a goddamn trump supporter and that's why we're doing it in dash y'all's man <laughs> but dash y'all's man is an extension of white people news so it's still relevant okay questions about bio's manhood first arose when tony morin the brother of the late happy days actress aaron morin slammed him in a facebook post after bio said that he wasn't surprised that she died given her addiction to drinking and drugs oh class act these trump supporters she told me that you were tiny a furious morin wrote about bio barely a man in that in the man region uh at the daily beast notes renee bio hit back at morin on twitter by saying her husband was more than adequately adequately endowed why would a sister tell her brother about the size of a boyfriend's manhood she wrote creepy at best sb was a playboy for a reason uh bio originally drew the ire of the morin family when he said of aaron morin that i feel bad because her whole life she was troubled and could never find what made her happy and content for me you do drugs or drink you're gonna die all right trump on the civil war you know he's quite the historian uh says he doesn't understand why the civil war couldn't have been prevented people don't realize you know the civil war if you think about it why he said during the interview people don't ask the that question but why was there a civil war why could that one not have been worked out says the man is possibly could send us into another civil war word trump expressed praise for president andrew jackson the slaveholding plantation owner as a swashbuckler he suggested that jackson could have brokered peace between the north and the south oh mr trail of tears himself uh sides that held irre- irreconcilable differences on slavery i mean had andrew jackson been a little later you wouldn't have had the civil war trump said he was a very tough person but he had a big heart he was very he was really angry that he saw what was happening with regard to the civil war he said there's no reason for this Uh, he died in 1845 or just 16 years before the civil war began how would he Ah! how would he have said there's no reason for the civil war that didn't exist when he he make his own shit up like do you have him his speed dial on hell in heaven what the fuck or hell we know he's in hell but do you have him on speed dial from hell how do you know what the fuck he thought when he was dead um it could be you know i no not giving trump any fucking it could be they always do that shit where he says something fucking ridiculous and we know it's obviously ridiculous patently false and he has no idea what he's talking about and they go well he could have meant it like nah fuck Mm -mm. what he could have meant it like Mm -mm. we know he didn't mean it that way Mm -mm. He said what he said. Yeah. Um, just fuck out of here. I started a new session. I ain't start shit. Don't <laughs> <set. laughs> They got to wait. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, I'm working on that. Sorry. No problem. Mm-mm-mm. Give me one second. No problem. I can switch over. Okay. Why don't you go and get out of here? I'll be back when I feel like it. Had to go live. Called audience. Okay. Turn my camera on. Uh, we're going live. All right, guys, we are live, and Karen had to step away for a second. Okay. Um, 
so i'm gonna wait for her to get back before we um before we start the show again uh cannot believe this trump mother people always be like well what if he meant it like blankety blank i'm like but that makes no sense because you know he's trump motherfucker thought frederick douglas was doing a good job being recognized i mean is that a thing we really want to pretend um is okay (sighs) my god i tell you you know what let's look up some kendrick lamar covers while we're while we're here and while karen's gone okay we don't want her ears to have to hear this but you guys should hear it at home because it's not like y'all have anything better to do uh here's one by jackson breet sounds like a white dude's name yeah i done been through a whole lot Whiteness. Tribulation, but I know God said he wanna put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy waters don't look dry. Yeah, yeah. So look around me. So many motherfuckers won't down, down me. But hey. They can never doubt me. Find out a dirty double mirror they found me. And I love myself. <laughs> yeah, I love myself. Yeah, I love myself. Oh my god, that's so bad. He hit that pause too, like he was serious. And I love myself. They wanna say it's a war outside and the bomb on the streets, gun in the hood and the mob of police and the rock on the corner with the line full of flames, the bottle of that lane and the model on the scene, yeah. These days of frustration, y'all don't look in rotation. I duck these low faces, formations, dreams of reality's peace. Uh-huh. in the face of the beast. Uh-huh. Could fall down the wind, could cry now the strong and miss the smile. I, I love, love myself. It's terrible. I love myself. I love Jackson Breet. Oh Lord, what did I miss? Uh, I went to war last night. Uh-huh. I went with an automatic weapon. Don't nobody call the message. I'ma do it till I get it right. right. I went to war last night. Uh, oh no! I've been dealing with depression ever since I had a lesson. Every other blessing, I can never see the message. I can never believe. I can never believe. me. Meteor speed. I love myself. Woo. 
loves itself, y'all, baby. <laughs> just the cargo shorts and on this side. <laughs> now just the Birkenstocks. Come on. Mm, that was great. Karen's <laughs> back. What happened? I caught the internet. What the hell is happening in here? It was a Kendrick Lamar acoustic cover, Karen. You missed the whole jam. <laughs> I've been through a whole lot. Trials, tribulation, but I know God. Mm. <laughs> and I love myself. She bought the acoustic acoustic uh, guitar out. I like that a white dude was like the power of self-affirmation in the African-American community that Kendrick is talking about. It needs a white man's cover. <laughs> it needs a white man to come through and just I need the improve. of loving myself. I love myself. Because you know white people, we don't love ourselves enough. No, we don't. And we need to be told. What, a, what about the white on white crime in, in Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. The fact that there's a war outside and a bomb in the street. We need to, we need to understand that it's, it's revolutionary to be happy and love yourself. Apparently it is. Whew. Because he's been through a whole lot. Trials tribulation, but he knows God. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. I was like, <laughs> "That's the lyrics to I love to I care." Those are the lyrics. I mean, Kendrick I said. know, but 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 but. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Trump's access Hollywood tape made Ivanka cry as she urged him to make a full throated apology. fuck did you cry before you cut the uh let girls learn program ivanka were you crying into your fucking salty tears and saving nobody but yourself fuck out of here for you took a picture with diamonds with diamonds yeah that's not no that's melania ivanka is the daughter slash shit they all look the same to me there you go trump signs executive order to expand offshore oil and gas drilling in the arctic and beyond Mm-hmm. Uh, pro-Trump couple sh- who shot a protester outside a Milo Yogurtopolis event are charged with assault after provoking confrontation with their victim. That dude's still having events. I'm telling you, nobody gets canceled. Nigga out here like, you know, sometimes you gotta suck a child's dick, am I right? And everybody's like, it's so terrible, go away. Anyway, come out to my next event Sunday. Everybody's like, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. How much the tickets cost? Alright, let's get to the good white people news that you guys love. <laughs> Oh, you got people out here mad. They love themselves, apparently. I love myself. <laughs> oh, he didn't hum with it. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. Was it good? <laughs> Some good privilege up in there. <laughs> oh, man. That was, oh, was I can't snapping even, on the ones and threes? You know he was. <laughs> he missed everything but a black choir in the background. That's the only thing could have yes, made that better. black choir y'all don't love y'all selves in the chat room come on oh so so he was like i love myself oh he was mm-hmm. come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> just the people with the uggs because uh-uh. we love ourselves just the people with the fun do mm. <laughs> i love myself women in yoga pants go <laughs> i love myself everybody credit score over 600 come on mm i love myself <laughs> if your parents paid for your college come on come on <laughs> <laughs> oh man angelina jolie says she never spoiled herself makes rare comments about her mother who died 10 years ago from cancer as she plugs girl lane 
uh she's worth an estimated 250 million thanks to starring in massive hits like tomb raider and maleficent but the 41 year old beauty told hello magazine that her mother was far from flashy as she raised the star and her brother james having all by herself in los angeles after leaving her husband john voight my mother was a very natural woman said the ex of brad pitt why would they say it that way she never spoiled herself hardly wore makeup and wore modest jewelry the mother of six went on to say but she always had a few special items for when she wanted to feel like a lady one of those special items and i remember because it seemed so elegant was her girl lane powder ladies in all climates marshaline Marsh- wait marshaline bertrand died from breast and ovarian cancer in 2007 at the age of 56 and angelina is the spokesperson for the new girlene fra- fragrance uh i hope I'm, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong girlane girlane fragrance she has donated her modeling fee to charity so i guess she just did it for her mama good for you good for you angelina um <clears throat> love in the air Katy Perry's racist ass and ryan felipe <laughs> are totally flirting at elton john's 70th birthday bash mm single and ready to mingle katie perry enjoyed the you know i'm going back to mispronouncing her name she races uh katie perry enjoyed the uh company of the bachelor ryan felipe at elton john's 70th birthday party over the weekend it has been claimed the two were totally flirting as the celebrity strewn saturday night knees up which was held in uh los angeles according to uh, hollywood life she was totally giggling and at one point he had his hand on her knee then he took off and came back late with more flirting to witness divulged <clears throat> to hear the source tell it their playful exchange got started after they were seated at separate tables but made his he made his way over to her and sat down next to her the candle in the wind singer's birthday feet i guess party um was also a celebration of his 50-year songwriting partnership with bernie Taupin. it was meant to benefit not only elton john's aids foundation but also the hammer museum where part of the evening's revelry takes katie i mean caddy 32 had turned up in a cleavage band glistening black dress with she teamed with the platform ankle strap heels and fishnet stockings meanwhile ryan who's a decade katie senior caddy senior how have i trained myself to say it right after years of saying it wrong had 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 grown in a bit of scruff and left a couple of his white dress shirts uh buttons undone beneath an oxford blue suit the star-studded event hosted such guests as heidi klum stevie wonder and isla fisher and her husband sasha baron cohen joni mitchell and osborne sharon and kelly how are they still together that nigga been cheating since cheating been cheating for her part caddy recently out of a feverish publicized relationship with 40 year old orlando bloom that began sometime last year their romance hit peak notoriety when photos emerged last august of them paddleboarding off of the sardinian coast he stark naked by earlier this month though their representatives were telling us weekly before rumors of falsification get out of hand we can confirm that orlando and caddy are being respectful loving space at this time mm-hmm uh word spread november that ryan had broke off his 10-month engagement to a law school graduate paula slagter who's in her 20s oh he like him young mm. both ryan and caddy have been married before uh he to his cruel intentions co-star reese witherspoon by whom he has two children in 1999 to 2000 until 2007 i guess they were married um in addition to 17 year old daughter ava and 13 year old son deacon whose mother reese ryan also got a five-year-old son that called kai by uh alexis knapp you know a lot of these white people having babies you know babies having babies just babies all over the place ah. i hope y'all taking care of y'all kids y'all, 
you know we we talk about love and hip-hop and stereotypes but y'all sound like rich dollars to me caddy emerged from a two-year marriage to a comedian self-proclaimed sex addict russell brand in 2012 that's when i knew she wasn't right uh the pair of them having no children after weeks of speculation her ex john mayer has revealed that his new his new song still feel like your man was in fact about his relationship with caddy take that nick jew and reggie <laughs> over there giving david duke penis all them uh props he out here swooning over this trick <laughs> that's never a good sign uh, they, you know i know why they got together he got the racist penis she got the racist mouth ah! the 39 year old confirmed as much as an interview with new york times ran on thursday saying who else would i be thinking about uh the pair had well not a black woman we know that much <laughs> uh what would you say then still feel like your owner come on the pair had the pair had dated for over a year with relationship rumors kicking off in august 2012 and breakup news circulating by february 2014 you know what i saw john mayer tweeted some shit out about black lives matter stuff like you know a kid 15 year old kid shot by the police the news report shouldn't have to say that he's unarmed just because he's black everybody was like retweet retweet so woke thank you john and i retweeted and it was like did some, somebody hack your david duke penis having an account because you racist i don't know what you saw uh-uh. i don't want to hear it in the song he croons and that i still keep your shampoo in my shower in case you want to wash your hair despite knowing you probably found yourself somewhere john told the new york i want to see a shower now i bet he's lying john told the new york times ah! that writing a song about caddy was a testament to the fact that i have not dated a lot of people in the last five to six years that was my only relationship so it's like give me this people mm-hmm. trash everybody we talked about i don't know if ryan felipe trash but let's just assume so right putting it in the category there's too much clean eating joan collins 83 hits out at fad diets led by gwyneth paltrow 44 as she insists green tea is disgusting while kale and queen quinoa uh tastes like cut up cardboard i like quinoa and green tea and kale if it's done right what what i do just let the white women beef can okay just let it just let it cook i'm sorry white women i come in crashing your party trying to make it all this about white, me i white apologize you're I, trying to center yourself in the white people news. i too know <clears throat> what it's like to to eat these things so i, I apologize white women go, mm-hmm. go ahead on um <clears throat> the clean eating trend has been the subject of much debate and often backlash with some stating that there are many toxic layers to the wellness phenomenon i agree uh that's the white hoteps that keep talking about the alcohol we would laugh at them if they was wearing an onk hat but somehow white hoteps get a pass if they rich come on the john and joan collins has joined the legion of critics of the trend which has long been at the forefront of gwyneth paltrow's public image although the dynasty star insists the fellow actress diets are nothing but a fad speaking on lbc radio the 83 year old veteran blasted her counterpart 44 for her recent revelation that she was throwing herself into a goat's milk clean goat milk cleanse in which she drank nothing but ghost milk for a week to rid her body of parasites joan soared to fame in the 50s and has enjoyed a 62-year career in the spotlight having become known for her sassy roles but most famously playing alexis colby on the 80s favorite uh dynasty mm-hmm. <clears throat> gwyneth meanwhile hit the big time when she started in 1995 thriller seven 
while she was enjoying huge success as an actress she went on to find her lifestyle and healthness brand goop with the extremes of clean living becoming synonymous with the shallow house star she has often been criticized for her smug ideologies with joan joining the long line of critics who believe clean eating lifestyle is in fact courting unhealthy behavior on her radio interview she said all of this stuff that she does not even eat or anything for a week and just drinks ghost milk i mean what is that i guess it is a fad uh i guess these people take like, bitch i'm old what is we talking about here i guess these people take their green juices and that kale and quinoa that tastes like cut up cardboard green tea is disgusting is it it's like it is like ink i will have i will have a big cup of builder's tea and i have two cups of proper coffee in the morning i think there's too much of this clean eating <laughs> i love that she's at fucking age so you ain't about to say shit anyway mm, but let it old. let it ride let it ride um when if don't come for please don't cause <clears throat> when old women get the fucking age honey honey that, 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 your poor feelings you come up put like this run up on them if you want to you're gonna run away with, with your hands and your face and then tears mm-hmm uh she said there's a thing now about having 10 portions of fruit and vegetables a day i will be the size of a house Jones spoke to a Daily Mail in the past about her diet, which is admittedly extremely healthy, yet not fad-like. The quality of what you eat is important as the quality of the products you use. I try to eat a balanced diet. I believe eating avocados is very beneficial, and I believe in taking vitamin supplements. I take vitamin C, E, and omega oils. Gwyneth has previously encouraged her followers to cut out a rim a, a ream of items including gluten dairy corn soy caffeine alcohol added sugar red meat, red meat shellfish and white rice last year she wrote a book about her healthy eating habits and has become a health guru over the recent years frequently sharing her well-being tips online the oscar winner who has tried various diets over the years writes is here that moment when we vow to ha- put our elastic waistband pants on in the back of the closet and kickstart some healthier pattern in the kitchen as always go with the annual goop detox is to not try to pull off a week of starvation it's to simply clean up the menu and eat as well as possible more on that below <clears throat> all right i agree with that old woman i ain't even gonna lie she like bitch just eat regular ass food you got people doing this crazy shit and ain't nobody consulting no doctor they out here doing all this crazy shit and and ain't Gwyneth the one with the with the with the, with the uh put the egg up your coochie and all that other bullshit yeah she got the veggie eggs yeah i, I hear you know because people are dumb so everybody ain't gonna consult with their doctor and all this other bullshit falling behind your crazy ass get that alkaline out your diet karen okay conservative firebrand ann coulter denies dating good time star jimmy walker after the show developer insisted they are an idol i heard this more than once and i also heard jimmy jj walker ain't really a cool dude um so i don't know i've heard that too sound like she's trying to um trying to stop best of friends love him no romance at mail online she said on twitter meanwhile i've seen them pictured together and stuff Mm-hmm. anyway we'll see uh while we got time let's play a little bit of guest stories guys okay we're gonna try to do them both today uh, instead of just uh white people news and ending the show so here we go now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest 
podcast the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course they're all races because i love myself <laughs> well if you really love yourself make sure you guys sign up for loot crate that's right get that monthly mystery crate filled to the brand with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchise go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt and you can save three dollars off of any new subscription okay you got it to the 19th and 9 p.m pacific time to sign up for these items and they have many different kinds there's loot wear there's loot crate anime there's loot crate for video games and we love these things okay i'm gonna open up a box right now so y'all can all just be green with envy and jealousy <laughs> and i love it let me see mm-hmm. all right this is the loot crate dx hold on i'm about to knock this off all right here we go <clears throat> and I need my scissors right. not love myself Mm-hmm. I have to go back and listen to see what I missed because I'm trying to make myself some tea and you were here having well, a Well, there's a wall outside and a bomb in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and the gap got a cell in the. Yes! <laughs> and the new balance is free. I love myself. Yes! Mm-hmm. Steph Curry, my favorite player. I love myself. Ah! Mm-hmm. all right so we got a shirt that is um oh for twin peaks all right cool mm, shirt smell good too uh now i never watched twin peaks so i, I I'm, I'm not gonna lie to y'all i don't know what that means uh, <clears throat> oh what is this we got a oh like a satchel a tote satchel uh messenger bag and it's uh alias investigations for the tv show alias oh, oh that was that my show, show. Oh. we watched all like six seven seasons from beginning to end we I ended up that. getting the dvds off of ebay back back in the day like that's how we had to watch it and they was bootlegging i still didn't give a fuck Mm-mm. oh it's the theme was investigate um and this is a camera pin like it's a pin and it it looks like a camera it says loot crate on it and we got daredevil business car holder oh <laughs> it says nelson and murdoch like the uh lawyer um uh, office you know we need i use a business card holder for my um for, for our business cards for the show mm-hmm. and we got a batman finders keeper uh it's a key finder thing let me see how can i open this up up at the top oh okay let me get the scissors one more time all right oh wait hold on this is uh unboxing this shit for real look at the mate on that Ooh, that's beautiful right 
holy crap you might the detail a, we might have to get us another cabinet for all the statues i know man i i i cabinet our um shelf is almost full at this point mm-hmm. okay and then this is the key chain and you attach it to your keys and i guess this way you don't lose your keys anymore if you can hit this you can put it here oh that's dope all right well look man loot crate dx man like i said it's like getting yourself a gift every week mm-hmm. um so um you know you got the 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 find keep your keys from being lost like it has a practical application but it also looks cool as fuck sitting in your living room uh all right let's get into the system okay guys lootcrate.com slash tvgwt code tvgwt and save three dollars off of everything mm-hmm uh a woman claims to be hillary clinton after a police chase ah! a woman claimed to be hillary clinton after leading police on a chase that started in maryland and ended in neighboring pennsylvania according to authorities police in maryland were pursuing 36 year old holly donahue of kentucky who was suspected of driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol the chase continued along national pike in fayette county where pennsylvania state police used spike strips to stop donahue donahue um refused to get out of the car so police had to force her out authority said she was taken to the hospital where she refused blood alcohol testing and kept identifying herself as clinton uh according to police donahue is facing nearly two dozen charges including driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol fleeing or attempting to elude police resisting arrest false identification to a law enforcement officer and driving without a license guess the race karen white karen's going with white they're like man hillary is taking this loss pretty hard pretty hard she wilding in these streets yeah she out here driving drunk doing drugs didn't vote for her though white (laughs) bernie bunny started the revolution white she love herself white oh yeah but she's one of them 53 percent still white white holly holly oxen free white uh i feel like there's a twist but i'm going white I was told by AppleCare that white privilege would save me white. White. <laughs> well, transracial didn't work in reverse. White. Those tears ain't working this time. White. The correct answer is white. all of y'all went white too that's mm-hmm. interesting because if holly would have been black ain't no way she'd have got the data uh held it long enough to say she was in with clinton yeah that's a good point i guess it was a mob of police out there mm-hmm. and a war outside uh that's her right there she don't even look like hillary her hair not the same color mm-hmm. nothing like nothing about like at least get caught in a pantsuit i mean put some effort into Come it on. and she had a support our vet t-shirt on just mm-hmm. horrible just horrible um a man 35 roamed across america to lure underage girls at comic book conventions what police say a 35 year old man may have roamed comic book conventions around the country to lure teenage girls into sex Derek lamar jones 35 of cattonsville maryland was arrested tuesday in salt lake city utah on two counts of use use of communication system to lasciviously solicit minor between 15 and 18 detectives said jones contacted an underage girl in ashburn virginia to coerce her into traveling to baltimore 
police believe jones often pretending to be a teenager or in his 20s used social media to contact underage girls around the country and meet them at conventions he was known as his aliases kanovsky zan and lee volgan or simply kano or lee the cross-country investigation took detectives from virginia to utah to effect jones arrest investigators are calling on anyone who has had contact with jones or who may be aware of potential victims to step forward and speak to police since march police say jones has been to conventions in orlando albuquerque new mexico phoenix and flagstaff arizona los angeles and sacramento california and salt lake city damn he really gets around all right karen guess the race of kano i mean Derek lamar jones his real name i'm gonna go <clears throat> i'm gonna go with our first thing i think he black all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe for his race um lamar though black don't crack white white people don't meet in baltimore on purpose black this dude white is mad they mad captain america evil white pink penis pedo white um i'm a producer check out my music on my black panic page black <laughs> got my, all my tips from jared white flash gordon jones white hope i'm wrong black name is black with the amount of planet sounds white confused black man black the name says falcon but these clues all say captain america <laughs> gonna go white Aww. the correct answer is karen you got it he was black And to your chagrin, many of you missed it. I understood why they picked white, though. That's some white-ass shit. You spend a lot of money traveling, nigga. Mm-hmm. And look at his hair. Woo, look at that hair. Like, like a fucking treasure troll. Ah! The one on the right. Yeah. Like, his hair looks so scary and pretending to be i mean look at this grown-ass nigga trying to pretend to be a teenager on the left though oh man what a weirdo what a weird trying to catch them little girls versus how they gonna travel all those way without their parents what the fuck was their plan god this dude disgusting this fucking disgusting all right bonus round oh wait say what baby all these grown-ass women out there yep bonus round Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race for the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is two for two. Woohoo! How the hell can she keep this up? I don't know. We'll see. All right. Let's see. Uh, boyfriend, troll, cocky 14 year old rapper telling their girlfriends to stay indoors after the team warned them hide their partners because he was headed out a teenage rapper warned warnings uh teenage rappers warning to boyfriends around the world has inspired a practical joke spreading like wildfire over social media matthew morris better known to the world as rapper maddie b is a youtube star known for his pop music covers that leave tween girls swooning so when he left when he recently let the world know that he was on the prowl many boyfriends decided to make to take the threat hilariously serious 
it all started on friday when maddie b took the twitter to share an image of himself standing outside his front door standing confidently with his arms crossed along with the image the teen pop sensation wrote hide your girlfriend i'm headed out for the day maddie b originally came to fame at just seven years old with a controversial cover notorious bigs juicy and today he has more than eight million subscribers on youtube as well as nearly one million followers on twitter initially initially users thought the, tr- the threat to be utterly adorable but then some were inspired to use it as an excuse to play a prank on their significant others one twitter user named jordy texted his girlfriend writing don't leave your house today for the love of god then she responded asking why he added just don't okay causing her to demand even more what the story was he later shared the exchange on twitter along with matt b's original tweet writing not not taking any chances to date jordy's tweet has been shared more than 200,000 times and leading to other guys playing their own little tricks one user named jack wagner even shared a series of photos showing him looking concerned after reading matt b's warning uh gripping his girlfriend close before locking her in the closet better safe than sorry he wrote in the caption um <laughs> another clever boyfriend's joke was for when he demanded for his, his demand for his girlfriend to stay at home was met with shut the fuck up i'm not for maddie b other users just pleaded with the rapper to keep away with one writing please maddie b don't take my girl i love her soon enough social media users were also sharing their own threads posting hilarious overconfident pictures with the same warning it isn't the first first time maddie b has made his way into meme history last october he staged a publicity stunt by claiming he had been grounded from the internet uh all right karen guess the race of rapper maddie b maddie b is white karen's going with white all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe about maddie b uh malibu's most wanted white <laughs> acoustic cover of juicy white what's the yams white alan peggy i'm looking for you bud bundy busty but bustin jeeber white maddie b vanilla ice had a spawn with even less gay white let me crack open your piggy bank white acoustic covers will soon be on rod spotify list for white people news white he did all this and the fbi ain't coming white ain't come white only white <laughs> only white people know who maddie b is white maddie b white <laughs> uh great value marshall math is white uh what white nonsense is this the correct answer is everybody went white and you're right it was white glad this didn't happen with uh glad i didn't see this karen i wouldn't have had to let you go to work that day yeah <laughs> guess it was too late apparently so i was probably already at the house and, and man you just said mighty b would have been black and i'd be like i ain't seen no black people talking about mighty b mm-hmm so uh did the picture show up yet no oh damn hold on up oh, it just popped up oh, okay cool up oh, and then it went away gosh darn it uh anyway he a white kid a little white boy just Aww. bless his heart everybody you know they need love too because they love themselves mm-hmm. what's the yams <laughs> the yams is the power that be <laughs> yes all right let's get into uh sword ratchetness and then we'll get out of here guys it's been a while but uh it's time um here we go
sword racks in this time guys while these people out here got swords and then attacking people doing all kinds of crazy shit and we just let them cook and uh it's not good for any of us okay gotta get more vigilant in the case of this man uh raymond allison he's on trial right now accused of stabbing john mcclellan 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 anyway uh it was a whole thing a five thousand pound bounty was reportedly um was reportedly put on the head of a man prosecuted um for animal cruelty as a jury has heard john mcclellan mcclellan john mcclellan was the victim of a sword attack at middlesbrough's home at his middlesbrough home and it is alleged he attracted a ill feeling from animal lovers and threats after he beat and kicked a bull terrier so he beat up a dog first <laughs> it was rumored there was a five thousand pound bounty for hit for someone to do him harm in the wake of his animal cruelty case okay. raymond allison 42 is on trial accused of slashing mr mcclellan uh with an ornamental samurai sword each man claims the other was the aggressor in the violence at, Alli- the Al- at allison's home uh prosecutors say allison assaulted him with a sword with a sword wounded his leg and left elbow allison accept- accepted uh causing the injuries but claimed he acted in self-defense using necessary force while mr mcclellan attacked him with a knife in his own home different accounts of the violence on november 2nd last year were given to the jury oh shit would Mc- they meet each other and just have a standoff i'm here for the bounty you me- know why i'm here right it was raining yeah it was dark Ooh. black he pulled out a sword mr mcclellan said allison lunged at him and struck him with the sword catching him with the blade most seriously in the arm that he needed eight stitches he told how he grabbed hold of the weapon at one point cutting his fingers he said he feared for his life got out and went home to be patched up by his partners he bled profusely before heading to the hospital he previously had told the police he thought allison might have saw him because of the bounty but said in court he had no fear of that allison denies one who would attempt to do grievously by grievous bodily harm and unlawful wounding he said mr mcclellan came into his home asking about buying cannabis and was told it was not for sale he told jurors mcclellan lifted up his top got a kitchen knife from his waistband and threatened him with it allison said he ran to get the sword which he had along with a knuckle duster for his own protection knuckle as he duster. had been stabbed before yeah i guess it's like the, I don't know what the hell a knuckle duster is. i think it's those uh fists like the brass oh, knuckles. knuckles okay uh he said he backed off telling mr mcclellan to leave and prodding him to 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 the leg to let him know he would use the sword he alleged mr mcclellan lunged at him with the knife in the passageway he lifted the sword catching mcclellan's arm with it mr mcclellan denied allison's versions of events jurors were told they had to consider whether allison genuinely believed he was about to be attacked it was necessary to use force to defend himself if so they had to decide whether the force he used was reasonable over the top or grossly disproportionate the crown says allison did not mention his claims in the police interview and made up the defense later to get out of trouble allison denied this saying he did not tell the police because he did not want to be labeled a grass i guess as a snitch the jury had was expected to retire to consider verdicts on thursday morning there you guys go man another case of swords coming between the drug deal mm-hmm. uh we'll talk to you guys um later on this week uh i know friday i'm doing a double header of uh gonna be doing uh nerd off in the morning at 11 a.m for premium people and i'm gonna be doing balls deep sports at 5 p.m mm-hmm. uh for premium people so you know we stay working stay grinding yeah. um and then saturday of course is our feedback show mm-hmm. so we'll see you guys then uh until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.